Are you ready to take your Ford ownership to the next level? Introducing Ford Pass at Jim K. Ford. Your passport to a world of convenience and control. Start your vehicle remotely. Lock or unlock it from your smartphone. Receive instant alerts about your vehicle's health and schedule service appointments. Don't miss out on the Ford Pass revolution at Jim K. Ford. 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or online at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Well, once again, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to see you. It's the final day of 2023 as we record this. It is Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. I'm in Ottawa. He is in, I think, in Edmonton. He's a world traveler these days. You're in Edmonton right now, James? Um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Had to take stock a little bit there. You never really know, right? Well, happy new year, my friend. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. My, uh, I don't know, resolutions. Um, uh, I saw a funny resolution from Kevin Bacon. I follow on Instagram or, or it's probably Instagram, I guess. Cause I don't, I don't do X anymore. I don't know why Twitter, um, him and his wife are cool. They live on a farm. Like they're they're really they're really really down to earth people, okay. And I really like Kevin Bacon as an actor, and his wife's an actress too. You would know her to see her. I forget her name. Uh, so he does. He, he puts up sort of a blues tune every week. He's got he's got a, a very extensive, uh, as they call it now, vinyl collection. Okay, mm-hmm. can we can we just go with the albums, please? Okay, that we have for the <laughs> vinyl. Uh, anyway, he was saying yesterday. Uh, he kind of walks and talks, kind of like talking, Steve. Oh, yeah. What happened to talking? Yeah. And uh, I don't know what happened to talking. I don't know. I don't know what happened to talking. I'm going to bring it back. For All right. I'm going to bring the talking back. Um. Anyway, he said, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not really big on resolutions because it just sets you up to fail. Okay. You're right. Okay. Everyone makes a resolution and they don't do it. No, exercising would be the big one, Steve, right? Yep. Do do yourself a favor. Uh, I, I mention it every year. Is uh, go drive by a gym on January second. Okay, and it'll be jammed. Okay, it'll be absolutely jammed mm-hmm. with everyone who said I'm going to exercise. And then it, I don't know. Well, ten days later, it'll be back to half full. You know, the gym. So uh, anyway, he said, my resolution though. I'm not. I'm not big on them, but I am going to make one. And I'm I'm committing to not starting all my sentences with can I be honest here for a second? Right. Right. As opposed to all the lying you've been doing. Uh well well he's just yeah, he got, honestly, can I be I'm gonna leave out the word honestly. Uh the the other one the other one, Steve, that's driving me bananas is I just wanted to pop on here for a second, okay, Stevie? Mm-hmm. On the on the you know, you know, whatever they're doing on social media. Right. Okay. These people who apparently are poets and uh, psychologists now and, and addiction counselors and everything else. Right. I just wanted to, I just wanted to pop on here. I'm so excited. Okay. That I'm going, that's, that's, that's 211 days in a row <laughs> that you're so excited and that you're just popping on here. Right. So let's, let's, or some I'm personal so ex- news. Some personal news to share on social oh, media. Oh fuck! Yeah, just those. like 
I'm so excited. You know, I'm so excited to, right? And it's someone selling something. You know, I'm right. so excited that tonight at 11 o'clock, our merchandise is going to drop. We've got a new piece of merch that's going to drop. We're so excited about it, okay? I'm so, and a lot of entertainers like that, right? So, and the the literally, Steve, literally, okay? Mm-hmm. I literally, I literally did a show with Steve this morning. Yeah, that's a little overused Fuck. and misused, I, completely yeah. misused. People are saying things like, uh, you know, I literally could eat a horse right now. No, yeah. you couldn't. <laughs> yeah. You could not. You just no, you miss- couldn't. My favorite uh, New Year's resolution right now that I saw is one of my uh, colleagues at the Hockey News, Johnny Lazarus. He says, one of my, uh, is, it was one of those deals where somebody just throws it out there for clicks and stuff. What's your New Year's resolution for 2024? And he treated it with all the uh, reverence that uh, it needs, which is not much. Right. And he said, my plan is to spend more time on Twitter arguing with people who don't even have a profile picture rather than actually being present and in the moment with my loved ones. I think that's just fabulous. There you go. Not bad. Yeah, not, not bad. bad. Good, not bad good at one. All. It's early, though. It's early in the yeah. day. They'll be better. Yeah, scrolling. I'm a scroller. Holy Jesus. Yeah. Literally, Steve, can I be honest here for a sec? Literally, <laughs> I'm so excited to tell you I'm a scroller. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, some of the big news in 2023, we did say in our last episode that we were going to spend a little time uh, on the uh, on the sure, big stories. To. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. The big stories that happened in the past year in 2023. You want to start with the, uh, so I've got, I basically got one from a Canadian site and one from an American site. What are you All feeling? Right. What are you feeling right now? Canadian American. Mm. Can I be honest? <laughs> literally. I want you to literally. <laughs> You're going to go, fuck, Jerome's going to do this for nine months every time he hooks on to some. Well, let's go America first. You know, the right. second cousin, right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Um, so the one, actually, at uh, here's the top 10. The, and then number 10 is the one you mentioned in our last episode, the big contract of Shoei Otani signing yeah. on with the LA Dodgers for $7 trillion. Literally, that's a big story. Literally, that's a lot of money. Okay, 10 years, $700 million with the Dodgers. And of course, uh, he used the Toronto Blue Jays and their fan base. That thing, right. I think, got really crazy to the point where they're tracking his airplane. They think that he's on his way to Toronto, and it ended up that it was one of the guys from Dragon's Den that was a oh. Robert Herkovic. I don't know what it is. Um, he was uh, he was the guy that comes off the plane and he's like, "What's all the fuss about?" Because the media was all over the place. <laughs> and Shohei Otani was back home in Los Angeles, uh, sleeping when the right. whole thing yeah. went down. So I guess so. Yeah, probably resting pretty well. I would think. Yeah, yeah. that day. Yeah, yeah. We we had uh, someone almost break the because uh, you know a big running marathon or a big running uh, milestone is the uh, it was the four minute mile, for example. Yes. Well, now we've got now we've Roger got- Bannister. Nice. He was the first to do it. It's been crushed yeah. many times over since then. Yes. Uh, but that's a very good trivia question. Uh, but we've now got the two-hour marathon in sight. A Kenyan by the name of Kelvin Kiptum ran a world record this year, two hours and 35 seconds. So we're, for the first time in human history, close to a two-hour marathon. Two-hour marathon! You know who was good, Stevie? This is good. This will always set you off. Kip Keanu, Steve, was a very good runner back in the day. 
You can look that up and you're going to go, how the fuck did you know that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. know. Kip Keanu hmm. from, from when the Kenyans, I think, came, came along. I, I think I think a lot of Kenyans are are the are the big runners from Africa. All right, I'll look uh, that up after. Yeah, Kip Kip Keanu. Yeah, he yep. he would have been a. You know that's funny. You bring that up, Steve. I'm back at the gym. Speaking of resolutions, mm-hmm. but I went back. I've been back early because uh, I've I've packed on like a solid twenty. Okay, can I just so, say yeah. that you've got your lens really low right now? We're on our Zoom application here, now, so I can see you while we're doing this, and you've got your lens down low, so. Yeah. It's sort of a jowl cam right oh, well, now. No, I, mean? I could have finished my story, Steve, before you Sorry. jumped in there with a with a jowl shot. Okay. <laughs> well, that's all I'm seeing. That's all. I'm going to hit your <laughs> jowl. Yeah. Uh, Carry on. This? There, there we go. How about there? There you go. Yeah. Keep that below now, the now test. You see, now, now you got a gut cam. Yeah, I got the gut cam. Yeah. So anyway, I... Uh, I, I go to the gym and and I, I I run, I run and walk on the treadmill. Uh, so I've done I've done sort of walking, Stevie. I've done running and I've done running, walking with the so two minutes running, two minutes walking. By the way, if you can do that for an hour, you kill way more calories. I've, I oh. see on the machine. Okay, okay, you burn a lot more calories. But I often look at it, Steve, when I'm out of breath, and I'm and I'm going to crank it up, Stevie. Okay, to five. I'm going to crank it up to five on the treadmill, five miles an hour, right? And I'm going, fuck me, right? And I can last about just just the two minutes, and then I turn it down to three to walk, okay? I often think about the marathoners when I'm doing it, Yeah. okay? So there's a guy beside me last night ripping on the treadmill, ripping at seven and a half miles an hour, okay? Right? I'm going, oh, my God, he must be a marathoner. So the marathoners, Steve, quick without a pencil, are running at 12 miles an hour for two hours wow right well even even quicker steve because it's i think it's 26 miles a marathon mm-hmm. go go on a treadmill steve and run 12 miles an hour if you can by the way if you if you can run that fast yeah no Killer. it's it's a it's dan near insane for yeah, most hang people on, i gotta close this curtain stevie wait yep <laughs> bruno the light bruno i'll talk i'll talk <laughs> <laughs> the retina burning out Okay, so, so go ahead. sorry, you're okay. back. No, I was yeah. just going to go back to the list here. Um, we had uh, women's sports. It's gonna be a big deal because coming oh, up God. here in Ottawa, they made the, they made the list. Oh, see, I don't want to oh. edit today, so if you could just maybe not do that stuff. <laughs> um. So but you love the old T core days. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, okay. um, but anyway, 92,000 fans showed up for a women's uh, sporting event. It was uh, women's volleyball in university right. action. University of Nebraska, uh, 92,000 fans uh, show up to the game. And, uh, and it got me to thinking about the um, here in Ottawa, we're setting a, uh, I guess it's a women's pro hockey record for this PWHL that's firing up starting, I think, on Tuesday. Yes. Ottawa's going to be playing, uh, I think it's Montreal, in the first game. Nobody has names yet. They didn't give them nicknames yet. So it's just Ottawa against Montreal. And they all have the same uniform design with the sort of that Rangers diagonal thing across the front. Oh, yeah. But everybody's okay. really excited about it. And they've sold out TD Place Arena, which is the old Civic Center for you. Um, 
8,000 fans, and that's an all-time pro women's hockey record, which is great, but it certainly isn't 92,000 fans. Just sort of give you some perspective on that story, and uh, that was pretty cool. And I think it was a case of two schools kind of battling, you know, wanting. They knew what the record was, and so they kept kind of trying to trump each other. So that was part of the part of the right. process being part of uh part of history uh so half of them didn't know what the sport was steve i wouldn't say that they showed up and went what are we here for i uh someone told me there's some sort of record we're trying to set oh yeah volleyball yeah. all right yeah uh by the way cassie campbell i see uh she's that i saw she's part of that women's pro league now she left. Yeah, then. she's. A, I, don't, I don't know exactly what her title is, but yeah, she, she's. A, I think a senior consultant or something like yeah. that, and and leaves Hockey in Canada for it. So she's she's obviously all in on on supporting that. And uh, yeah, it's a six team league. I think they play twenty four games. That'll be expanded in future years. But I'll be interested to see when they get beyond the novelty of the early days if that's something that is going to be a real success or not. I hope it is because uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, I'm a big backer of. Women's hockey, having, uh, you know, coached girls hockey for many years at the competitive level, I've uh, got a, a great deal of time for it. And I really do, do hope it works. Some of the players, I think, are making uh, some some pretty decent cake, like 80 grand, some of them, I oh, think. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's coming along, and uh, we shall see. The New York Jets were in the news as well, in that uh, they bring in Aaron Rodgers in the last four seconds. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, Aaron Rodgers thinks because uh, he likes a bit of attention that one he spent the entire season after tearing his Achilles in the very first drive of the first game of the season he spent the whole season teasing Jets fans with a possible return and then finally called it quits after the team pl- slipped out of playoff contention uh, so we'll see how that goes next year and number one according to ABC News shame on you uh, the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey. Oh saga. no way! Yeah, that's what they fired in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, crazy. Anyway, on the yeah. on the Canadian side of things, Christine Sinclair played her final game after a very long career. Uh, that was, uh, I think, she's the all time leading goal scorer. Uh, your Nick Taylor winning the Canadian Open, first Canadian since 1954 to win the RBC Canadian Open, which is the country's biggest PGA. I can't event. believe I didn't think of that. The yeah. other day, off the top, should have been the first one. Yeah, yeah. what a putt! We'll never see oh, a putt like that oh, again. Oh, to what? Oh, oh. Just crazy. Yeah, uh, and then part of that, of course, Steve is the the uh, full on crossbody tackle on yeah. Adam Hadwin. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, check it out, folks, if you haven't seen it. Like he wins this thing, Hadwin's on the sidelines watch, and they rush the green with the champagne, and no. and uh, the, guy, the security guy. I'll tell you what, Stevie. I'm hiring that security guy. He puts up with no guff. Nope. No guff. And in a split second, takes Adam Hadwin down. And then people are freaking out going, hey, you moron. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the best Canadian golfer there. So he was out with an Achilles for the rest of the year. Would that be your Canadian story of the year, do you think? I think it's got to be right there. I mean, such a, such a long drought. <clears throat> Took so long. I didn't think, I mean, I mean. We had Mike Weir come through. There have been a bunch of Canadians. I was wondering if this thing would ever fall, but uh, sure enough, Nick Taylor. Yeah, no, that's it's right there. Yeah, when I look, when I look back, for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, winning, not the Montreal winning. Alouettes winning the Grey Cup. No. Okay. Nope. Not that. Um, yeah, I, I've, I'm gapping here, but I love, I love that story. I, I, you know, I cried. I laughed. I cried. 
was yep. uh, was fantastic. The next one will be a, we need a, another we need a major. Like Canadian golf, Steve's in, in pretty good shape, right? With 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 Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin, Mackenzie Hughes, Corey Connors, right? Those 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 guys are all right in there, right? Yeah. It's not the usual Stevie year after year. Uh, yeah, and seven guys have to go back to Q school. Canadian right. guys got to go right. back to Q school. So uh, it's in it's in good stead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here in Ottawa, like the Senators made all kinds of news this year. They fire their coach. They part company with their GM. They have a new owner. They had a first round draft pick taken away from them. Um, they had a young player suspended for 41 games for violating gambling rules. It's been definitely an eventful year for the Ottawa Senators, and it looks like they're headed for their seventh straight year without the playoffs. There's still time. Stranger things have happened, but they're certainly not in the right path. As they just looked awful against New Jersey the other night. And, uh, and I go to the sense here because as we're speaking right now, the news has broken that they've now appointed a new general manager. And it is the guy who's been their interim general manager since Pierre Dorian got fired back in November. Steve Steos is, I guess, now officially the GM, along with being president of hockey operations. And Dave Poulin has joined the fray. He's been oh. a TSN for many years now. Uh, I think one of the nicest guys in hockey and, and in broadcasting now. But uh, just a lovely guy, prince of a guy. And right. obviously a terrific hockey career. I think he either won the Selkie Award uh, or was a nominee for it. Long time with the Bruins and the Flyers. So certainly seems like another quality person to add to the mix. He'll be the senior vice president of hockey operations. He had managerial experience, for example, with the Leafs. So he'll be a, a good oh, asset. Okay. For, yeah. yeah, he'll be a good asset for Steos, who's really a GM uh, in the NHL for the first time. And Ryan Bonus, Rick Bonus's son, who's been assistant GM here. He's now the team's associate general manager. No idea how his role changes one way or the other. I do know that. Instead of assistant GM, he's the associate GM, whatever that oh. means. So lots of changes. It's been a wild year in 2023 for the Ottawa Senators. So why Dave, should the final why should the final day of the year be any different? Dave Poulin. I I, I get I guess because he's he's been in every conversation, Steve, that he should be a coach or consultant somewhere. Or not. I've never Dave Poulin. That's I don't, I, that's that's kind of weird, kind of out of left field, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, he's uh, there's got to be some pretty, connection with Stales. Uh, just just seems like a just seems like a a way out in left field pick. Oh, there's always connection for sure. Okay, all right, no question about that. But I they're doing know. what they should do, Steve. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. They're wipe they're wiping everything out or making a bunch of changes. Although they're, you know, they might move titles around and stuff for some of them, but, uh, you know, with Jacques, of course, right? Started with the head coach, and yeah, the, or with the owner actually, right? First, so, yep. Uh, anyway, good. Yep, good. The winds of change. They are a blowing here in Ottawa, and they'll uh, they'll finish up on New Year's Eve against the Buffalo Sabers. Kind of a team that's in the same boat as the Sens to a degree. Lots of good young players through many, many years of being terrible. Like the Sens, I think, are th they have the third longest playoff absence streak in the NHL. 
They've missed six straight years. And Buffalo, on the other hand, I think is 12, which is the all-time NHL record. So they've got tons of first-rounders and, and, and you know high draft picks from being terrible for so long, but they still haven't figured it out. They're not much better than the Sens right now. So, Ladies and gentlemen, rev up your engines and get ready for the deal of a lifetime. Jim K. Ford is proud to announce the 2023 Ford F-150 clear-out sale, the event you've been waiting for. For a limited time only, Jim K. Ford is offering unbeatable discounts, jaw-dropping financing options, and mind-blowing trade-in deals. Don't miss out on the 2023 Ford F-150 clear-out sale at Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans, or jimkford.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln... The Glen Walton Real Estate Team would like to take a moment to wish you nothing but happiness and good health this holiday season, safely surrounded by family and friends. Glen thanks Ottawa for the support and partnership and looks forward to working with you in the years to come. Happy holidays from the Glen Walton Real Estate Team at glenwalton.com. You'll, you'll be happy to know, Steve, there's a guy I follow on, uh, and they always, they always go to him with his, with his top fives. He looks like he's a, a reporter sitting at a desk, okay. big heavy set guy, sure. and they and they and they often go to him with his top fives. And the other day, it was like the, the top five pitchers, okay. you know, and it was like Sandy Koufax, a couple of really old guys, and then uh, Randy Johnson was in there, you know, as his top five. And the other day, Stevie, they did what are the top five chokes, ooh, in sports. Uh, I can't remember all. Like one of them was was did the Atlanta Falcons lead twenty to three or something in a Super Bowl one year, Steve? Oh no, it was uh, twenty eight to three. Twenty and they and they lose right and they lose. So that was one of his biggest chokes, Steve. And then he named three other ones. And do you know what the top one is? Uh, From Scott this Hope. American guy. No. The I I said I got I got to get a hold of Stevie. I got distracted. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Not winning the, you know, the biggest chokes of all time is, is Toronto not winning the Stanley Cup since 1967. This was an American guy, Steve, giving his, yeah. Well, I, I, can you have a sustained choke over, what, 55, well, it's, it's 56 years? I, I thought you'd be all on board with that, Steve. Now you're, well, I'm you're all protect, for it, but we could. You're protecting I mean, the Toronto Maple Leafs here in this story? No, I just, I've just never heard a, of, a, of a choke that. It's a pretty strong choke, right? Is it? I don't. I, I mean, fifty-six I, we, years or whatever. I will indulge is. you on the many chokes within those fifty-six, fifty-seven years, whatever it is. You know, like they had a four-one lead on Boston in Game Seven, twenty thirteen, right. and they somehow found a way to lose that one in overtime. Oh, there've been many chokes for sure. So right. let's just call it this: uh, fifty-seven different chokes. There we go. Okay, that's a lot of choking. That That's is a lot of choking. It's like a Jenna Jameson video. Anyway, oh, there you go. Wow, that's Thank that's not see. a very that's not a very topical uh, reference there. No, but I get it. Yeah. Okay, that that's all that counts. I think. Um, moving right along. So that's enough year end stuff. I think for one. Yeah, I don't know good. if you saw it on Saturday night, the uh, the eve of New Year's Eve, fantastic finish and football game between the Detro- Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, and an epic matchup. When you look at it, because both teams have terrific records, they're both uh, yeah. churning toward the NFL playoffs with just a couple of weeks left here, and we'll have to get into our gambling once again as we do here on the SWP. But uh-huh. just a couple of really, really controversial moments. The biggest being that somehow, some way, Detroit 
which is down in the game as this unbelievable uh, last minute drive. Like you're wondering, okay, they don't have any timeouts. So are they going to be able to get downfield and, and get the, the, yeah. the, the touchdown they need to, to maybe tie this game? Like with it, like butter, they go through and they get all the way down to about the, what was it? The 10 yard line. There's about 23 seconds left and uh, they get the touchdown. Yeah. And now, now they have the, uh, now they're down by a point. And if it's any other team, you're thinking, well, of course you kick the extra point, And I still think they should have. It's not hindsight. I was saying it at the time as well. You just had this amazing drive. Dallas is in shock in front of their home crowd. You kick that extra point and take yeah. your chances in overtime. That's what I would have done. But Dan Campbell, the Lions head coach, is a different cat. There's no doubt about that. And so he goes for it. And the two-pointer would win the game, you know? Right. And so I guess one of the guys on the offensive line is going to be one of those plays where the offensive lineman uh, declares himself eligible as a receiver and yep. then goes out and maybe gets the touchdown. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And uh, then all of a sudden the referees say, no, he didn't report. Even though there's pretty clear vet video of the guy who caught the, the two-pointer that won the game, we thought, Taylor Decker walking over to the referee, uh, we don't know what he said exactly. I guess that's between the referee and, and Decker, but why else would an offensive lineman wander over to a referee at that stage right before the big play? And so Lions fans are feeling completely screwed over. Right. Stevie, uh, I'm assuming you can't challenge that call. No, I guess not. So here's he the said, deal. He said. Yeah. Here, here's the deal. Okay. You're you're a you're a sort of fifty fifty fan. You've always been a fifty fifty fan of the challenge, okay. Particularly in hockey, you don't like it. You think it you know changes the flow of the game. There's there's so much stoppage in football that you know you you, you can't really talk about changing the flow of a game in football. It's just fuck. They stop every down, right? So <laughs> right, right. Um, so, however, Steve, if there was ever going to be a reason to have the challenge, okay. Someone has got to veto that thing last night who's at the control center, okay, who watches these games, and they go, well, you're not allowed to challenge that. It's like, if you're not allowed to challenge that, then you might as well wipe out challenges altogether, okay? It's so like, some guys looking at that go, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute here, whoa, whoa, time out. The guy did. Right. Sorry, the ref, okay, so let's, let's, Let's bring the microphones in, Steve, post-game, and we'll, we, we need to hear from that ref saying, what did you interpret when the guy said, I'm reporting as an eligible receiver? Okay, <laughs> what, what sort of words there were mixed up, okay, because you didn't call it. But it's of all things, Stevie, of all things, they should have said, no, no, wait a minute, right? They didn't cover that one, Steve, in the challenge flag deal. Right. It's, well, it's just hard. Flag. It's a hard one because um, – it's only the referee who knows whether he actually heard the words and he's saying that he didn't hear the words from that particular player. Now, maybe the replay would help in that it looked like this referee in question was like, like annoyed that these guys had come over to have this conversation. He just runs away from them. He, they, they, they're obviously going over to communicate with him, And then he only listens to them for about two seconds and then inexplicably runs over toward the ball. Now, maybe maybe at that stage, uh, he's informing the referee or something like that. Not sure, but I don't know. It was it was a mess. 
Um, and it's a tough one to replay or or challenge. I I don't know how exactly you'd handle that. If the referee says he didn't hear it from that player, then he's the only guy that, that matters in this particular question or a replay might not show you that. So explain to me also, Steve, why they got to try it three different times. It looked like three anyway. Well, the, the penalty, obviously you have to replay it because that, because otherwise if you decline the penalty, it's a game game's over. Right. So the penalty is in plot is uh, that one. Set up. Okay. And so you have to replay it. And then um, the next play, I believe Dallas goes offside after they stopped Detroit. And so then you try it a third okay, time. There you go. And All that's right. how it happened. A couple so, of initials, as they say. Steve. But I mean, if Detroit Lion fans are upset about something, maybe uh, maybe be upset with the uh, with the linebacker for the Lions, whose name escapes me is Derek something Derek Barnes, I think. What the hell is happening? A nine-point swing in the game because of that guy. I defy anybody to look at the replay. So it's a, I mean, C.D. Lamb had a record-setting night, like he had over 200 yards receiving, became right. Dallas's all-time leading receiver. Phenomenal season and a phenomenal game. But on that one play, Dak Prescott goes back to pass. He's in his own end zone. And I hope I get his name right, Derek Barnes. Uh, Lions linebacker comes in, and he's got him dead to rights. And... I've I've never seen a moment that I'm I don't know does this I'll just call it I mean I, I I certainly have an eyebrow raised when I say this but the level of incompetence then to not actually take Dak Prescott he had a free shot at him and then he went all noodle armed at the last second and just ran by him everybody's like, Troy Aikman even called it out so not only do you not get a uh, you don't get a safety. But Prescott now just wheels around and throws about a 90-yard touchdown pass to C.D. Lamb. Nine-point swing. So if Lion fans want to get really upset with someone, that's the guy they should really go after. And it wouldn't wouldn't have been anywhere close to an unsportsmanlike, right? The guy had the ball, right? No, God, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, you can, you can I mean, drill him. Yeah, and there was not a it was not a case like he was in a weird spot, like he was bent over. Oh, I don't want to get a right. headshot penalty or something like that. The guy was there for like just a it was a tackling dummy all you had to do was tackle the dummy right i'm not calling dak prescott a dummy but tackle the dummy and well, he just dummy, sort of, the like dummy said, should have tackled the dummy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway lions fans have plenty of reasons to be frustrated today because that was there for the taking but this dan campbell guy he's he needs to calm the hell down um so i, I think he gets well, excited about fourth downs and stuff i get that but i just think as with a gambling addict which is all, what inherently he's doing. He's gambling. And sometimes he'll be right and he'll look like amazing and, oh, he's so aggressive right. and, oh, he has such great faith in his offense. But gambling addicts, just after a while, start foregoing the basic math. The odds say over the long haul, you will fail more often than you succeed. So don't right. get too fired up about succeeding because your day is coming where the numbers rectify the situation and uh, I think a little of that came back to haunt Dan Campbell last night the, he should have kicked that extra point he should have kicked the field goal early in the game but uh, that's Dan Campbell yeah it's, you know speaking of stories of the year uh, clearly Steve clearly the defensive player for uh, Detroit running right by uh, Dak okay mm-hmm. obviously he obviously he bet you know he's got a bet right on uh on uh Dallas mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. okay yep. clearly he yep. has a bet and so does the referee <laughs> okay the, the ref the ref the ref is uh 
Uh, no, he would be betting on Detroit, I guess. Or no, right. on Dallas. He'd be betting on Dallas. That's right. Or the against the spread. I'm not sure what the spread was. Yeah. In that game. The other big story, Steve, uh, you, you just brought this up. Uh, what we've, what it's, what's called analytics now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit, by the way, 35% of the time they go for it on fourth down. I heard last night. Okay. 35%. Yeah, and I, think it's, I think it's even more when they're inside out of the 30 or something okay. like that. So it's way up there. Uh, but analytics, Stevie, are the big story in sports over the last year or two. Analytics, Steve. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, we're interviewing someone, you know, I do that curling podcast and and this week we're, we're interviewing someone who does strictly analytics for curling. mm -hmm. Right. You know, sort of, I don't know if they're hired by teams to, but anyway, it's in all sorts of sports, including curling, Steve. Uh, Uh, As I always reference it, it's another tool in the tool chest. It's certainly, you're you're dead. You're going to be dead in the water if you put away expertise and yeah. experience and the eyeball test you're going to die you're going to be because you know, there's, there's so many intangibles to it and uh it's like uh you know turning things over to artificial intelligence right a- ai can help yeah ai is helpful but if you start uh, an advertising company for example a marketing company and you start writing all your commercials with ai and lose the human touch you're going to go out of business because right. uh, it's not perfect it's not a perfect yeah. science it's just another tool uh, in your arsenal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they use a bunch of it now in sports, right? It's like yeah. uh, the other expression, Steve, is it's like, as you say, an extra tool. It's like having a 15th club in the bag, Stevie. Right. Yeah. You're only allowed 14, right? So it's like, right. it's like having that extra club without being penalized. Right. Right. Yeah. You get anything good for Christmas, by the way? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, Stevie, I, I, I think I told you I got a, I got a CD player. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. I got uh you play all your CDs. Yeah, my kids are right up to right up to sort of modern day. Nice. You know? I'm kind of embarrassed like they look around my house. I know dad dad should get a CD player. Mm. You know what kids, okay? That's a shit gift. Yeah, it is. It is kids. No, you I asked it. for it, Stevie. I asked for it, yeah. You know, you can I, get uh, Get a like a like a Sonos speaker or a, or a Bose speaker and just yeah I've got all your, that. Take your phone and play it all and just. You know what I did get, Stevie? Um, is I got some white T-shirts. Oh, good. Because I don't wear them very often, right? The white T-shirt. <laughs> 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 Finally, uh, what's uh, our okay. favorite? No, the favorite Christmas joke, Steve. Uh, is. I got a sweater for Christmas. I was hoping for a yeller or a screamer. Oh, see. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we'll end 2023, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you being here as always. Uh, And what are you up to for New Year's Eve? Something quiet? We're just watching a movie here, Linda, and I are going to watch Oppenheimer, I think, tonight. I got uh, what I started doing. It'd be funny. I should have shown you my place. uh, I should have taken a little tour. A little tour of my uh, ground floor. I'm in a two-story, <coughs> excuse me, two-story townhouse, and uh, I've got I've got little pieces of furniture around, Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple that I made. Yeah. All right, and they were uh, they were sort of not very nice colors, and they're showing some age. So I've I've taken to painting everything in my house, Steve, <laughs> black. Oh. Okay. So I had a coffee table, was a little beat up, you know. I'm. I, I don't mind I don't mind going to the odd uh 
you know, the odd sort of flea market Stevie to look for pieces. Sure. Cause I, cause I dabble in sort of that shit a little bit. So yeah, and all here. these pieces, you know, so if you came into my house, you would immediately go, my God, everything's black. <laughs> Why? Does, <laughs> I started painting. I started painting three days ago and I was, I, so I had this little coffee table. So I painted that. I'm like, okay, that, that little lampstand. So I painted that all black, that little table, all black. I did four different things, Stevie. Right. I painted black. So I'm going to be spending New Year's, Steve, uh, buying uh, some taupe colored paint to fix up all the things I painted black. Okay. Taupe. Taupe You'd have to see it too. Yeah. You'd have to see it to to realize how funny that is. So that's what I'm, I'm doing nothing, I guess, for New Year's. All right. Well, um, enjoy your. Last year, last year I went to the gym and I went specifically at midnight for New Year's. Uh-huh. And uh you you if you were with me you'd be a little bit embarrassed cuz there was more people there than I thought like at at midnight. Right. And so as I was running away in the treadmill I screamed out, "Hey you fucking losers." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, you slugs. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, probably so just do uh, that again. There's those A-type personalities that want to win New Year's resolutions. I'm first. Yeah. I win. I'm for, yeah, I had a baby at five seconds after midnight. Yeah, oh, I get the New Year's baby. All right. Well, Happy New Year, and uh, we'll uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Talk soon. Thanks, Jim. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought tame mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot And days of all one sign For old lang syne, my dear For old lang syne We'll tack a cup, oh kindness yet For all